Need a powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens? Allicin Med is the powerful universal pathogen killer's latest advance of German-sourced Allicin, enzymatically stabilized to clear the body of bacteria, fungi, mycobacteria, and parasites. It penetrates body biofilms and is non-toxic to tissues. Pathogen resistance cannot develop for long-term body-optimized wellness. Clear stealth pathogens that promote autoimmune disease, cancer and vascular inflammation and plaque and promote healing of tissues. Now pathogen-free. With 200 milligrams more power than prior Alamed, you can't get a more powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens. Give your body what it needs. Allison Med. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutridyne at 888-212-8871 or Nutramedical.com. That's 1-888-212-8871 or Nutramedical.com. And listen to the Nutramedical Report on the Genesis Radio Network with open lines every weekday. Nutramedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together. This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. Welcome back to the Nutriment. And we give you the most dynamic, important information to empower you both in your health, geopolitical, spiritual issues. And to help us, and starting off every week, we have Josh Bernstein. His own show is over at Patreon. So you can go Patreon, P A T R E O N dot com forward slash Josh, J O S H Bernstein. Josh, uh, last week we caught you for a segment. You were just coming back from the East Coast. At a very important meeting, I'd like you to analyze and tell us what you see going on. Last night we had the Grammy Awards, the disgusting low-life awards, they should call it. Although uh, some people like Bruno Mars I like, I mean, some of the comments made by Hitlery Rotten Clinton, the Hildebeest, reading from the book written by the fool in wolf's clothing, uh, this book talking about... Uh, Trump eating fast food because he's afraid somebody's going to poison him. I can't believe how low they try to mix politics with music, even. It's mind-boggling, isn't it? It's amazing. And you know what? It's probably true. He is afraid of people poisoning him. So uh, maybe that's the one thing in his entire book that may be true. Everything else is a lie. He's even admitted that it was a lie. But look, the 2018 Grammy Awards, um, the good news is is that nobody was watching. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, Nielsen ratings are coming out now, and they are stating that it was probably the worst, if not one of the worst, lowest-rated Grammy Awards uh, in the history of Grammys. And again, it's been 60 years. This is the 60th year that they're doing it. I personally would have rather have watched synchronized swimming championships from Frog Balls, Kentucky, than watching the Grammy Awards. Uh, but again, as I yeah, said, yeah. many Americans also did not watch it. Um, you had these idiots uh, reading from disgraced author Michael Wolff's book. James Corden was pretending to do a skit. Uh, not a very funny guy anyway. And they were basically just reading, you know, they were reading uh, excerpts from a fake book. That's how dumb these Hollywood uh, idiots are, really, when you think about it. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, what are the major news items? Of course, we have uh, the inaugural address is going to occur now, 
and they're not in sequestration. They don't have the, you know, and we have this thing hanging over us. I'm kind of amazed at how far uh, Trump has gone trying to offer things to Democrats. In fact, I don't see in this four-point plan the thing that you verify, which I think is one of the most uh, seriously good things. Um, take apart the, uh, what, what his plan is and what you think, because I don't see the Democrats bending on this. I think that the Senate's going to have to go nuclear to get their, their, their immigration and their border wall thing through. I don't, I don't see the Dems bending on this at all. When I see the comments by, Hillary, by Nancy Pelosi saying that he's going to make America white again, she needs to get a yeah. life. This disgusting it's, it's piece amazing. of human garbage called Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi. How's that? Lousy. She's a lousy person. Nancy Pelosi. I like that one. I, I like to call her Bella Pelosi. But um, yeah, right. here's, here's, here's my thoughts on this. I think it was a fake pro- proposal from the president. I think it was a hoodwink. I think it was let's catch the Democrats uh, with their pants down, so to speak, because he gave them more than what they were even looking for with the $1.8 million instead of the original 700000 But, again, it has to do with border security. It has to do with getting rid of chain migration. It has to do with getting rid of the visa lottery. So, in essence, what he offered them, or what he said that he was going to offer them, was similar to H.R. 4760. Although H.R. 4760, the House bill, is much better, much, much better than anything that the Senate would put together. But, again, I worry that we're going to have the same situation. And, again, I don't want DACA. So, you know, for anyone listening, understand that we've already had eight previous DACAs, okay? And we've given 12 million people uh, citizenship. And when you count all the chain migration and visa lotteries that were attached to all those previous eight amnesties, you're at a minimum of 36 million illegals hiding in the shadows, not 11 million folks. Uh, and it's probably yeah. a number sort of 45 or 50. So right. I like the House bill. The only problem I have with the House bill is it doesn't go far enough. It does not, for instance, specify a dollar amount for border security and border wall fencing. Uh, I think that's a right. uh, bad deal. It's called appropriations. It's called appropriations. See, they, the both parties passed the bill back into the... Exactly. So what Amazing. it is is basically just uh, tough talk without any teeth. Why do you think he's doing this? If this is just tough talk, does he plan on pushing the Senate to the point where they have to go nuclear and just put the, what they want in, which is, you know, $18 billion for the wall and more border guards and better security and better enforcement? In fact, one of the things that I think they need to do besides this is they need to add a few more points to this. That's number one, we're going to arrest state governors, uh, city councilor, city councilors, and other people exactly. who directly oppose federal law through ICE. That, that needs to happen. They need to add E-Verify, which, by the way, works. In fact, I saw even Democrats think that E-Verify works uh, to make sure the jobs are protected for Americans, including Hispanic Americans and black Americans. Um, we need to have a system where it's always merit. You shouldn't get in here. And, uh, you know, even the DACA kids, to be honest with you, they should get permanent residence status and should not automatically 10 or 12 years from now get uh, citizenship because they're instant Democrats. They need to demonstrate that, number one, they don't get involved with crime because if they do, they need to be deported. And if they don't, they need to apply like everybody else. If somebody comes from Ireland or South Africa or Mongolia and they're in the system, why should these people get special treatment over people that are actually waiting in line and paying a fortune to try to get a, become an American citizen? That Why? Is a question, isn't it? And then they use these crazy terms. They want a clean DACA bill. 
Clean. What do you mean by clean? Clean means we just want amnesty and we don't right. want you to bother us because we want DACA 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. And they, they use these euphemistic terms when really what we should do is say, look, we're changing all the rules. I think that Trump should just come out and say it. He wants the <clears throat> Congress, I mean the Senate, to go nuclear. He wants them to, to put this through and get it done. He wants the budget so we can actually budget our military because these continuing resolutions do not yeah, support exactly. the military coming out of sequestration. Our Air Force can't even operate our vehicles because you don't have the chips or the air time to practice, so you won't have air accidents. It's ridiculous. Go nuclear, go nuclear build the wall, and forget about DACA. Just forget it. Just let them go. Right. Forget it. Don't even do anything with it, and let these kids get deported. We well, have I, I got something. I got something simpler than, than I think. Uh, well, I think I got something simpler. I, I would say, uh, let the DACA kids and don't let them go and take a, you know and their parents give them permanent resident status. But if they, if there's a list of things they do wrong, don't pay their taxes, get involved with any kind of felony crime or whatever, they're deported, and don't automatically give them citizenship. Let them apply like everybody else for citizenship, and realize that, and the number doesn't have to be limited to 800,000, it could be a million and a half. The actual fact is there's probably more people that are actually working in this country, as you say, but they need to apply through the regular system. If you say there's up to 36 million, see, dealing with DACA doesn't deal with real issue. No, I know no, here in Canada. No, no such thing as a clean DACA bill. These kids are dirty, and I don't mean it from a physical standpoint. I mean it from the fact that they're here illegally, may not be on their own, uh, you know, their own mission to be here illegally. They were brought here. They were born here. They're in this predicament because the former president of the United States passed an unconstitutional illegal executive order that put them in this precarious position. So these kids need to understand that it's not President Trump who's the meanie. It's not President Trump who's trying to uh, deport them or not give them citizenship. He's trying to uphold the Constitution and the rule of law, which is what he's supposed to do. So, again, these DACA kids, they're in this position because of what Barack Obama did. And the left created this crisis. So now they want to what? Blame Republicans? No, for, no. Not, what, for not continuing the crisis? I mean, it's unbelievable. There's no such thing as a clean DACA bill because these kids are dirty from the fact that they're yeah, in this but, position. I'd be, I'd be a little bit more reasonable, but I wouldn't allow chain migration. I'd say, okay, you DACA kids and your parents can get permanent residence, but you got to apply. And if you've done a felony or you're who do a felony in the future or whatever, or a number of other things to disqualify, you're going to get deported. But otherwise... You can get permanent resident status, but I don't want to have instant Democrats. Because we see, I saw, and I put up on one of the pictures there a few days ago. It says, you know, it it says, uh, deport Trump, keep the DACA kids. I'm thinking, come on, really? He's going to have a State of the Union address. I'm yeah. sure the opening statement is going to be about the economy and the stock yeah. market, etc. 
he's also, uh, I'm certain that this, this game plan, this guy is a master bait-and-switcher, and he, he is able to tempt and to kind of draw the enemy into his trap. Just look at the comments by Nancy Pelosi that, that Trump's plan is to make America white again. Uh, Trump is probably the most non-racist president we've ever had. And to make those kind of crazy statements when we just want people with merit. We don't care if you're brown skin from Kerala, India, or Africa, or Haiti. As long as you can make, you know, a good welder, a glazier to build buildings, or a computer programmer, or a doctor, or whatever. We don't give a damn what color your skin is. We don't care what race you are. The only thing we don't like is we don't like people that are Muslim because Islam itself doesn't mix like oil with water with any Western culture. And they might okay. pretend they did, they do, but that's a lie, right? Jay-Z. Let's talk about Jay-Z and Trump and this Twitter battle. First of all, Jay-Z is worth $810 million. $810 million. And he said to the communist, Van Jones, on the Communist News Network on his new show, that at the end of the day, quote, at the end of the day, it's not about the money, end quote. Oh, come on. Really, Jay-Z? Well, if it's not about the money, then why don't you donate most of your money to, I don't know, these S-holes in these urban epicenters and create uh, job and vocational schools and training facilities so that you can get more people to, to be working in the minority communities so that we can lower the uh, unemployment Rape right. Well, what does he call up Mike Rowe from Dirty Jobs, who's already been on Fox and other I mean, networks, and I just say, "Hey, put in put in five hundred million dollars and build these vocational schools yeah. for black and Hispanic and white kids because they're all different colors, by the way." Is he in giving away cities. Uh, you know ticket sales to creating these schools? Is he giving away record sales? No, he's buying more and more mansions with uh, Beyonce, the cop hater. So it's just it's amazing to me that this idiot you know, can come out there and say these horrible things and then be caught in a lie because according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, uh, in, um, when, when in January 2009, when uh, Obama took over, unemployment among blacks was 12.7%. And then right. what did he do after that? He passed the Unaffordable Careless Act. He passed TARP 1, TARP 2, and all those, quote, shovel-ready jobs. Well, by the time he got done with that in 2010... Black unemployment rose to 16.5%. 2011, it was 15.8%. And in 2012, during his reselection, his wonderful, quote, shovel-ready policies uh, put black unemployment at 13.6%. Fast right. forward to today, 2018, and black unemployment in one year, in one year under Trump, is at the lowest ever recorded, and it's 6.8% and going lower. Right. No, that was since they started doing statistics in 72. Right. So we, we can go back all the way to 1972. So this is passing both Democrat and Republican administrations. Mm-hmm. Now, i, I got to tell you, a lot of people, I, what I read in the news and so on, is about 20 to 30% of people were kind of for Trump's tax policy. But when people this month start to see actual more money in their pocket, when they get bonuses, when they actually find that the prices of products are actually reduced because they don't have to pay so much taxes, and they see jobs moving back by, you know, right now 2.2 million more jobs since Trump came in, and we're going to have probably in the next couple of years $5 trillion-plus repatriated to America. These are transnational American-based corporations that got this money parked elsewhere. 
Right. They're going to repark it back in America because Americans, number one, are hardworking, they're innovative, and they're willing to work their tail off. That's because we are... The only thing to mess that up would be losing the House and the Senate. Right. So let's hope the American people are smart enough to realize that. But you know what this is about? This isn't about a comment about asshole countries, allegedly, or it's not a comment about a Twitter war between Jay-Z and President Trump. This is about a white billionaire president who's created more opportunities and more jobs due to common sense, time-tested, conservative policies for blacks and minorities, whereas a supposedly black president and his policies failed that same community miserably. That's right. I said it. Black Americans are better off under a white billionaire businessman instead of a black liberal community organizer. Right. Well, you know what's amazing to me is uh, Trump is colorblind, but the one who divided the country and created more tribalism than anybody was Barack Obama. You know, he actually divided the country. I mean, divide and conquer. And he wanted America to be a post-colonial, uh, you know, nation, basically to make it flaccid so it can't really bring Pax America into the world. If it wasn't for American uh, military and, and might and, and attitude and donations, for example, we donate more to every other country in disaster than any other group of countries in the world, including the United Nations. So this idea that America is so awful is like, yeah, America has some warts. Right? Just like I got warts and you got warts, but we're the best you can be, if you want to call a human being in terms of a nation on earth. Mm-hmm. And what I see happening to America under Trump is America is going to get strong enough again, and then once they get missile defense and once they have these other things completely locked down, little sawed off nations like North Korea are just going to get uh, truncated. Now, Trump is on the right pathway. He's cutting off all the banks, all the individuals, all the people who are supporting uh, Kim Jong un. And already he's hit him with a, uh, a 25% tariff on solar panels and on washing machines. This is a fire across the bow of G, who's his buddy, who gave chocolate cake to down in Mar-a-Lago. But the fact is that Trump is, means business. And if the Chinese businessmen and banks and the banks outside of China, because there's not just Chinese, there's Russians involved, and I get a kick out of Putin, he thinks he's going to outsmart Trump. He's another idiot. He's been arrogant because his IQ is higher than most of the other people. He doesn't drink vodka. But Putin's getting getting a wake-up call. Yeah, we'll collaborate to get rid of ISIS. And, in fact, by the way, we have to understand ISIS was supported by us. ISIS is us's. <laughs> and yeah. Trump's aware of that now. He really, he's aware of the yeah. fact that we've he actually knows. created a lot of our own dialectic of conflict by actually doing things. Then he gave his generals the, the right to go in and clean out. That's why this bombing that occurred in Kabul in Afghanistan has killed so many people is because ISIS knows we're going to get them. He knows that our generals, are, we're, we're not going to micromanage it like Barack Obama. We're going to let the generals do their job which is what Trump's smart. He's a good manager to say, look, you know you know what your job is. I don't need to interfere with you. Just go and do it. What equipment you want. Why don't you tell us what you need, and we'll get it for you. How's that? Exactly. and That's, that's why I think he needs to go nuclear and just get the damn budget for two years for the military. Stop this screwing around. Put in a national health plan. So everybody's got catastrophic insurance. We can get preventive care and other things and just contract with your local doctor. $40 for an adult and 20 bucks for a child. And get away from the freaking insurance carriers for primary care. Let the insurance carriers handle catastrophic and preventive care. And if they want to handle that business, fine. You need cross-state competition. You need to get rid of state licensure and have national licensure. So if the market says we need to move doctors to a certain state, 
they just get up and get in their van and <laughs> move their furniture. I mean, the, the, what we have is a system that basically is not totally broken. It's just they're in action. They just don't want to fix it because the powers that be want it the way. That's why the Dems want to continue having an open border so they have instant Democrats. They don't want to make life better for the people they serve. They just want to be in power. It's amazing, yeah, isn't it? I, I think you're right. But I think more than anything else, finally, America is being run as it should be, like a business. Right. First businessman probably since Hamilton, 200 years ago. Josh, this is, uh, you've got some important information to vote McCabe. This guy just stepped down. He, he his wife got three quarters of a million. He stepped down. Forced he out. Step down. He was forced out. First right. of all, a couple of, a couple of weeks ago, he said that he was going to retire in a few months, if you remember. But now. Okay, they want to get a big salary in March. The FBI right. forced him, right. The FBI forced him out today because they saw the memo. The memo, right. the page memo that has not been released, they saw it, they saw how damaging it was, and they pushed him out of the FBI today. Yeah, so, so you got some more information on that. Tell us what it is. I do. Um, you know, last week I reported on the fact that um, they had this secret meeting, this uh, off-site meeting, if you will, in which the deputy FBI director, Andrew McCabe, was yelling and screaming emphatically to a room of high-level FBI officials, quote, first we F Flynn, and then we F Trump. Well, there's been a lot more details that are now emerging from that meeting and subsequent more meetings that took place as well. So the non-elected hierarchy that steer the FBI have gone rogue, there's no question about it, and they have declared war against President Trump. In fact, according to FBI whistleblowers, it was the FBI themselves that leaked Flynn's conversation to the press, not someone inside the White House. Wow. Because days after the McCabe tirade, Flynn was forced to resign. The reason we were all given was because he lied to the Vice President Mike Pence. But the real reason was likely because the White House was forced by the FBI to oust Flynn. And how do we understand that and how do we know that? This was not a coincidence. This was a planned out, calculated, secretive coup waged by the deputy director of the FBI. Right. The you mean- director knew about it as well. There's no question about that. You mentioned there's 2,700 uh, emails out of this 50,000 are now recovering that are still disappeared. And there's some content there. Tell us about that because the speculation on this content is pretty stark. Pretty bad. It absolutely is. And here's what's interesting about this. We all heard that there was 50,000 Stroke, whatever, and Lisa Page um, 
uh, emails and text ma- sorry text messages that were missing. They said that there was some kind of glitch in the FBI. And that's oh, yeah, garbage. Right. Sure. Uh, I don't believe that either. Bottom line is they're now reporting, and the Justice Department is now reporting, that they've all, using the word all, they've all been recovered and they're all accounted for. That is not true. According to people that I know and sources that I have, there are roughly 2,700 still missing, still outstanding. And from what I understand, many of those may have written credible assassination plots against the President of the United States. And that is why they are still missing. And the Justice Department and everybody else is not reporting yet that those are still out there, in which they are. This gives me recollection to the uh, release of documents about the JFK assassination. And we know in Dealey Plaza that George Bush Sr. was actually at Dealey Plaza as a CIA operative. We know that uh, George Bush Sr. recruited Saddam Hussein in the streets of Baghdad. We know that these intel agencies think they're the real government operating as a, as a long arm of the international banking community uh, and the globalists. Uh, we know the intel agencies are dirty that it's not the average working agent down in the grounds. In fact, it's the average FBI agent who actually is probably releasing information against the deep state, which are the top scum at the top running things. People like McCabe, people like uh, Comey, people like Rosenstein and Mueller. Mueller is another criminal. Uh, I think uh, there will be a very limited set of questions that he'll uh, talk to Mueller under oath. But most of them will be Trump's attorneys answering in in specific written response. And this should close it, because if it doesn't close it, then there's two consequences going to happen. Number one, if Trump and and, and Sessions doesn't start a parallel investigation of Uranium One and the... um, the dossier and all those other things, an attempted assassination, because you have to understand this is what it's all about. Right. They were going to, we, we have, America has a habit of assassinating our presidents. We have to understand this is usually coming up from the upper echelons of control inside the government itself. Just like Oklahoma City, we had uh, Cody Snodgrass. I talked to him today. I couldn't get him on today in the third hour, but I'm trying to because he has some other issues. After he did his presentation on the John B. Wells show, they tried to kill him with a head-on accident on December 22nd, and he's going out for medical tests today. That's why I can't get him on uh, because of an injury to his neck. And i got to tell you, you have to understand that Oklahoma City and 9-11 were inside jobs done by dark elements in our government. The same way as, you know, uh, they want to bait, for example, Donald Trump into being stupid enough to put a quarter million troops into Syria uh, with his, some of his own advisors. And he's smart enough to kind of listen to them and say, no, we're not going to do that, even after they baited him into hitting him with a missile attack against Syria. Syria had nothing to do with the death of those people with toxic chemicals. We know the White Hats in Britain and the British and the United Nations and these super Five Eyes agencies are all involved with trying to bait America into stupid wars and stupid conflicts to continue the dialectic of chaos so we can't uh, work out something with Russia or China because we need to. If we don't, we're going to have a war really soon, either directly with them or a proxy. And the fact is, many millions of Americans will die if we start a nuclear war because we don't have missile defense right now. They might not want to believe that, but that's the facts. And our military is not even ready for a, a war conflict. We even only have 558 divisions ready for actual com- conflict because Barack Obama sequestered them and has damaged the military in all branches so badly we couldn't engage in a conflict now. Well, I, I, I will say this, that North Korea 
needs to be stopped. And oh yeah, you know, I was I had the pleasure of hearing uh, from uh, Gordon Chang last weekend, and he's one of the foremost experts right. on the Asian Peninsula and everything having to do with uh, right. Asian politics, if you will. And he said, point blank, they have got to be stopped. They've got to be stopped soon. But the entire thing, he wasn't um, advocating for war. He wasn't advocating for a nuclear war or anything like that. But he was saying that China, we know, can stop North Korea. And we have to put the pressure on them. We can't worry about a trade war. We're already in a trade war with them. So nah, we're, we're already in a so exactly. Yeah, we're already in a trade war. pressure China to act on North Korea and to team North Korea. Uh, he said that that would be the best case scenario as far as, you know, avoiding any kind of armed or missile conflict. But, you know, we also have to look at the fact that we may have to launch something uh, at some point this year, uh, especially if it looks as though we may be losing control of Congress. Um, we cannot let what well, we yeah. accomplish in one year be undone because Democrats come back in control and mess right. it all up. We've got you, what, you're, what you're talking about is what I call a gray swan event, which is a black swan event that hasn't happened yet, but if it happens, it's devastating. Yes, like a wag the dog almost. Yeah. Here's my proposal, uh, and I think Trump is already doing a portion of it. They're closing down specific individuals and banks and people not only in China but outside of China, including Russia. They're contributing microchips, fuel, and material for the rocket shells, etc. And that's very good policy. They need to up, up the ante. They've already put uh, tariffs on solar panels and washing machines. This isn't going to finish. They won't even allow us to import vehicles made in America into China, which we could easily do as container ports in the western United States. The fact is, China's not playing fair ball on trade, and Trump wants reciprocal trade. That's part of his deal, if you want to call it, with China. He doesn't mind the fact that we're going to buy stuff from them, but don't put toxic crap in it. Don't try to steal our patents. Do let corporations own more than 51% if they bring new technology to China, and don't try to steal the technology, which is what the PLA does now. If you go to China, you have to hand over your technology to the Chinese. They steal it, repatent it, and take it over. It's ridiculous. Hmm. So, I think what you're... And they've been getting away with this for years. Not any longer. The game is up. That's what I'm saying. Finally, we have someone that uh, is putting America first. Uh, I'll never forget Wilbur Ross uh, gave a a press conference uh, probably about a month after President Trump was in office. And he just... prescription now uh, I think Trump needs to charge forward I think his policy of offering all these things like literally offering the candy store to the so-called dreamers I can't I don't like this term dreamer everybody dreams when they come to America because they want something better because they want to work harder uh, I'm a dual citizen my, my, my mom's from North Dakota my father's from Canada I was an American born in Detroit Michigan I was thank God I moved back here because I worked in the, the single-payer system in Canada which kills people like crazy 
If you want to see the epitome of single-payer systems that's run, look at Britain. The entire system is collapsing. Look at Norway. Not one child in the last 10 years is born in Norway with Down syndrome. You know why? They kill them all. And if you have any kind of certain health problems, they just get a social service person. They get you in a, in a hospice situation, and they kill you. Now, is that what you want to call health care? No, it's not. It's called pre-embalming care. It's the use in eugenics. It's euthanasia. It's, 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 uh, and what people don't understand here, you do not want the government controlling your health care. You want you controlling your health care. Well, the same thing goes with our borders. Why don't we have borders? Why don't we have an immigration policy that says, hey, I don't care if you're from Bulgaria or South Africa or Haiti. If you're a good welder, come on down. We want to help you build buildings, and not just with Trump, but other people. We want you to build new roadways and high-speed rail, and we want you to program uh, things. We want you to be a good citizen, and you want to learn the U.S. Constitution and speak in the courts in English. I don't care what your home language is. You need to realize the main language here is English and Hispanic. That's perfectly easy for people to pick up. But the idea that we're going to just have a, a carte blanche open door, which is what's destroying Europe, in countries like Sweden... I think they've worked on a calculation that if, if we took in as many people as the Swedes have and they're destroying their country, we would bring in somewhere between 9 and 20 million. That's not sustainable. That's not reasonable. And only out of the 165,000 people they brought in over the last 10 years, only 500,000, uh, only 500 of them actually have jobs. The rest of them are sitting around figuring out how they can actually take over shopping malls and, and rape women that have different colored hair or wear short skirts. It's desperate. And people don't understand this, that uh, when you see the Dems, the Dems are not really pro-American. No. And even these rhino Republicans like George Bush Sr. and George Bush Jr. are actually trying to do attacks. Did he open his damn mouth when Obama was doing horrible things after his presidency? No. But here is a Republican opening his damn mouth against Donald Trump, who's probably the best president we've had in 200 years. Now, you might think, well, I don't like him because he's... You know, he's a high-level Scottish Rite Mason, and he's just a beginning Christian and all this stuff. I don't care about all this crap. The man is doing right by America. And what people don't get, don't get is our ally, Israel, is seeing a sigh of relief because Barack Obama was holding Israel out to ransom to these Muslim nations that were going to destroy our best ally in the Middle East. And believe me, if you don't think that's the end of the petrodollar, if you don't think that's the end of our influence in the Middle East if Israel goes, you're crazy. Yeah. No, look, I agree. And, you know, one of the things, and I know he's going to talk a lot about, you know, the economy and how he's brought America back and he's done all these amazing things. I would love to see him say to the American people, this four-page memo that we have is so shocking that I'm now going to announce it to all of you right now in the State of the Union address. And I'm going to read to you what this memo says, and this is how corrupt your FBI has become, and this is why this Russian investigation is over. And he should end the Mueller investigation after reading the four-page memo to the American people. I know that's ballsy, and I know that's something that he would never probably do in a million years. Well, he might. I don't know. My God, if he did it. Well, I think he's going to be a little more clever than that. I think he realizes taking a frontal attack is, is negative in terms of his optics. But I think what should happen parallel to this in the next week, even maybe after inauguration, Sessions is going to announce a parallel independent investigation of Mueller, Rosenstein, and all these other characters. And these 2,700 emails, if they show up and show there was an attempted assassination, people like McCabe need to go to prison. And if he was actually 
physically involved with trying to do an assassination, he might need to be executed. People need to know that. We need to start realizing there's got to be consequences, you know? Yes. There People, to be there's got to be consequences of this kind of stuff. You, you can't tolerate a nation where senior leaders of our intel agencies can think they can assassinate the president of the United States. This is not okay. No, and you know, and then to have the FBI's deputy director of the FBI say in front of other FBI agents, first we're going to f Flynn, and then we're going to f Trump. And meanwhile, this is again, this is the same guy. Think about this for a second, okay? This is the deputy FBI director who plotted and planned a political coup against the President of the United States when he was a candidate, while also being in charge of the criminal investigation of his challenger, the Democratic candidate, who was under federal investigation and whose campaign bundlers gave $700,000 to his wife Jill's campaign. No, there's no collusion here. This is an impartial investigation. There's no conflict of interest here, folks. My God. Now, when does that inauguration speech start? It's supposed to be tomorrow night. Yeah, is it tonight or tomorrow night? I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was tonight. I may. I may be wrong. I. I I'm not sure. Um. Let me see. I think it's tomorrow night, but I could be wrong on that. So let me uh, let me look that up real quick. Let's yeah. see. I'll, I'll tell you why this is important, because it's going to set a standard that inside the agencies, junior agents can actually turn on their bosses if they're supporting the president. And we want to call on all you junior agents, whether you're FBI, uh, Department of Justice, or whatever, that you need to be America first agents. You not a, need to not go to your upper echelon uh, so-called overlords. If you need to, you need to bypass and go directly to the to the White House and notify that your senior department people are actually trying to do a, either a soft or a hard coup, which is assassination. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's already been a political assassin, assassination. We have the entire FBI. Maybe not the uh, the you know the line item people that are on the floor, but we're talking about the political operatives and the high-ranking officials. They're all you know against the president, all of them. And we can't have justice. We can't have another FBI investigation. What the FBI investigation is going to what investigate themselves? I mean, it's like Eric Holder investigating Fast and Furious. It was the same thing. So we have a situation where we've created. A constitutional crisis. The intelligence community has created a constitutional crisis. Nothing is going to get done. No justice is going to be served with these Obama holdovers in the intelligence community still there. So it rests on President Trump's shoulders. What are you going to do? What are you waiting for? Get rid of these people. Well, I'm going to make a prediction uh, for the, I call the Gray Swan events. The first Black Swan event of 2018 is crypto. If you combine the assassination, the soft or hard coup against Donald Trump with the American dollar going crypto, our borders wide open, a bunch of we call newly minted Democrats to get uh, uh, citizenship almost instantly, you're going to have the nation ripped apart. You're going to see civil war in this country. You're going to see America hit with terrorism like you've never seen because we don't have protection. We won't have the agencies actually protecting us against Muslim or any kind of terrorism, MS-13 gangs raping people or killing them. I saw a woman this morning who was there. She's going to be invited to the inauguration to vote her daughter, who was beat to death 
by MS-13. Why did they get into the country? That's because we, under Barack Obama and previous princes like George Bush Jr., let them in and didn't kick them out. They even know their GPS coordinates, probably their apartments. Why are they here? Why? Yeah, exactly. Look, I think the president, he needs to address his agenda. He needs to address his accomplishments. But I believe he needs to spend the majority of the time explaining to the American people that are only hearing it from CNN and ABC and NBC and CBS and MSNBC, they're only hearing it from one direction. He needs to ask the tough questions to the American people and have the American people ask those questions to their representatives so that we can put pressure on the people that represent us and get to the bottom of these things. We need to turn this entire thing around and point to the facts on the ground. This president is good at doing that. He can do that. And I think that he should do that because otherwise he is wasting what I could consider to be the last great opportunity for him to address the American people and be able to be heard by the American people without the filters of the left-wing media. Right. I, I think Trump is our last chance, to be honest with you. If we don't turn back and become a righteous nation, a nation that, that brings the Pax America not only to our own borders but around the world, that the nuclear proliferation, economic chaos, all the other things going on in our country will rip it apart and it will become multiple fiefdoms uh, across the country. Even a Russian academic predicted this five, six years ago during Barack Obama that the policies were going to cause us to have a civil war. And you don't see it coming from these damn Democrats and rhino Republicans like George Bush Sr., George Bush Jr., Bill Clinton, etc. Wow. Pay attention. Absolutely. Take care, Josh. We'll talk to you soon. Imagine a pill that can improve your focus, your memory, your sleep. A catalyst to improve your brain chemistry. Dr. Bill's Cognition Plus is truly the smarter in an hour pill. A combination of amino acids, trace minerals, and B vitamins, Cognition Plus is made with specialized herbal extracts that will enhance and support brain function. Our customers say, I feel more focused. My memory's getting better. I can work longer with more useful hours. Power up your neurotransmitters that have been depleted, like dopamine and norepinephrine. Simulate the release of others, like serotonin and oxytocin. Improve circulation and energy production. Protect your mind and your loved ones today. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Cognition Plus at 888-212-8871 or go online to NutriMedical.com. That's 888-212-8871 or NutriMedical.com. And listen to the NutriMedical Report on the Genesis Radio Network with open lines every weekday. NutriMedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together.